You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Ladies and gentlemen and children of all ages, this is Comics with My Kids podcast. I'm your host, Matt D. And with me is... Logan D. So, Logan, today we have a guest. Would you care to introduce him to our audience? Sure, Dad. He is a comic creator, writer, and artist known for his book series, The Jedi Academy, as well as one of our favorite books, Darth Vader and Son. Now taking a step into the DC Universe with his new graphic novel, Batman and Robin and Howard, it's Jeffrey Brown. Hello, Mr. Brown. Hello. Well, thanks for taking time today to chat with us about your your work and and your latest book. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, Mr. Brown, how have you been? I've been good. Did you have a good Halloween? I did. I did. We had lots of trick-or-treaters, and um, I was Darth Vader. Um, Well, at least from the head up. I just had a Darth Vader helmet on and then was dressed normally the rest of me but I, f- I feel like it was enough how about you it was good i dressed up as batman oh perfect and i dressed up as my favorite character a cranky old man <laughs> so mr brown um can we call you jeff or jeffrey uh either one i, a- okay. I answer to both okay great late for dinner it is <laughs> So I want to start off by asking you a little bit about your newest work, Batman and Robin and Howard. Could you tell our audience a little bit about the book? Yeah. So uh, in my book, um, you all know Batman. He's the, you know, the Cape Crusader, uh, defender of Gotham City. And he's also a Bruce Wayne billionaire. And in my story, Bruce Wayne has a son, Damian Wayne, who, of course, also gets to be Batman's sidekick, Robin. Uh, But Robin gets a little over-enthusiastic on patrol, and so he kind of gets grounded from crime fighting, and he gets sent to a new school where he meets a kid named Howard. And Howard thinks he's going to show Damien the ropes, and it turns out that Damien is also a really good student and athlete, and and he and Howard kind of become rivals, and the, the story is kind of about how they go from being rivals to becoming friends. Fantastic. Is Batman one of your favorite superheroes? He is. Yeah, I have to admit, I was more of a a Marvel comics reader when I was growing up, except I always loved Batman. So um, he was always my favorite DC superhero. So when I had the chance to to pitch ideas to DC to do a a book for young readers, um, Batman was my my first choice. Awesome. I had to say I like how you you chose Damian Wayne uh or the Damian Wayne Robin as opposed to like the Dick Grayson Robin. Um what what made you choose that particular Robin was it dictated by um DC or was that more along the lines of uh looking for really like a father-son relationship? It was it was all about the father-son relationship. So, you know, I I really enjoyed Grant Morrison's um Batman comics that that had Damian and the idea of, you know, being able to show Batman through his son's eyes. So like Batman is normally like this really cool, intimidating figure. If you have kids, you know that eventually you stop being really cool to them 
and they become teenagers. And then you're just like the goofball, awkward, embarrassing dad. And so that's kind of, I thought that'd be really fun to, to show Batman as through Damien's eyes. Yeah, there are there are quite a few awkward moments in the book that I thought was rather rather funny. So Howard starts off making friends with Robin. Will Howard become a superhero too? Yeah, I'm not sure yet. He might, but I think Howard is also one of the things I wanted to share with Howard is is that you don't have to be a superhero to to do really good things. Like you don't have to be the best, most awesome superhero in the world. And it's kind of something that that Robin learns too, is like, as long as you're doing your best and trying to do good and do the right thing, that's, that's what's important. That's a really cool um, character uh, background, you know, and I gotta say, I like your, your character, Howard. Um, He seems to be like a really put together kid. Um, Did you model him off of anybody in your life or? Yeah, I, he was just kind of more out of my head. And he kind of developed himself as a, as I worked on the story. So I knew that I wanted to have someone who who could kind of keep up with Robin in a way, but whereas Robin's a little more uh, egotistical and cocky at times, Howard is, um, he's just more naturally used to, you know, just always trying to do good and do his best. And um, so the way they, they react to being confronted with a, someone who's kind of on the same level as them is different. And so for Howard, um, it was just kind of, as I wrote the story, I realized, you know, he'd be threatened by Damien at first, but then his, his inner nature is to be empathetic and um, trying to like, and he realizes, you know, like Damien has his own, own issues and problems too. And, and Howard always wants to help. So his character kind of just really guided the story for me in a way. Nice. nice. It, it, it's almost like a, a little bit of a slice of life meets superheroes. And I, and I, and I like that, especially introducing something like that to my own kids, to, to Logan, you know, and uh, it seems to be a really great moral wrap in the story. It's kind of like a, it's not up, up front in your face. It, you you kind of developed it in, in the story with Howard. And I really enjoyed that. This book doesn't use a traditional bad guy for Batman to overcome. Can you tell us a little bit about how you came up with this villain? Yeah, well, I don't I don't want to give away too much and spoil who the villain is. But um, one of the things about Batman is he has all these really spectacular, interesting villains that he has to confront all the time in Gotham, like the Joker and the Riddler and and the Penguin. And one of the things is that whenever one of those villains gets involved, they they kind of take over the story in a way. So every every time I came up with like which different Batman villain I might want to use in the story, none of them none of them seemed to fit because it just kind of distracted from from what I really wanted the story to be about was which was kind of Damien and Howard and and how their their relationship grows and um and let them be the main characters without getting distracted by like a really interesting weird villain so yeah so then i so i kind of wanted to have a villain but i needed to find someone who wouldn't wouldn't take over the story logan usually that's when you say that's really interesting (laughs) (laughs) 
Very exciting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do we want to ask this question? If we don't want to spoil too much. Uh, so, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a question to you. If you don't want to answer it, because we don't we don't want to spoil the book. But uh, the question is: So Batman's stuck in a room for mm-hmm. days. Uh, what would what room would you like to be stuck in? What? Um, I mean, if I had to be stuck in a room and I got to actually choose, probably like this room. This is my I'm in my studio right now, so I have all my drawing materials, and I you know everything I need. Well, except the bathroom, but I I'm sure I could figure something out. But um, yeah, so I think for, for me, the, like in here and I could just keep drawing and I've got some books, I can do some reading and um, I'd be pretty, pretty well entertained, probably a little hungry too, by the time I got out. <laughs> Soccer is prevalent in this book. It's like one of the key things that, that Howard and um, Damien seem to bond with. And so are you a big soccer person? I am. I really, I play pickup soccer pretty regularly. Um, it's, it's my main form of exercise these days. And I like watching soccer and my very first drawing when I was, when I was thinking about this story is, was Howard had a, a football, like an American football, but it, it, football never seemed like the, the right sport for, for Damien to play and, and for Howard and the other kids. And it just seemed like soccer seemed like a natural fit because I could they can play it anywhere and Damien can show off his acrobatic skills as Robin um, without you know anyone knowing that um, how he's so good at doing like bicycle kicks and things. Yeah. So and if you if you've read Jedi Academy, you'll see that they play soccer there too. And 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 Darth Vader and Son Darth Vader even plays soccer sometimes. So have you ever played soccer wearing a Darth Vader helmet? You know, I thought I thought about it, but the helmet I have, like the the eye lenses, make everything really blurry. So <laughs> I actually, I, I actually, it was hard to give out candy even because I would like have to like lift it up after all. I was like, okay, my eyes are starting to feel funny. <laughs> what is your favorite position to play in soccer? So I am horrible, absolutely horrible in goal. So you never want me to to play keeper for you. Um, and I. I usually like to play forward. So I'm always, I, I really like scoring goals. So that's my, my favorite position. Sounds like another kid that I know. Is that, is that what you like, Logan? Yeah, I, I like Ford too. So um, Batman and Robin and, and Howard is a, is, a, is a really fun book. And uh, what was the, the, the seed that kind of germinated you to, to write the story? So I originally had the idea um, of, of like this, this rivalry be- between two like all-star students in high school and how, you know, one would think that like they're going to show the other one around and then it turns out the other one's just as good. And it wasn't a superhero story. It's just like, I thought like, you know, it'd be kind of like your high school movie kind of story. And it had been kind of sitting in the back of my mind, but I hadn't done anything with it until I was invited to pitch ideas to DC. And I realized that you know, putting Robin in the story was like the, like everything fit and gave me a chance to put Batman in. And so, so that's kind of where the story came from. And the other thing that I, I was really interested in was the idea of, of really looking at superheroes um, from a more grounded place, like a more 
like real everyday world. Like, so like Batman having to, you know, come say goodnight to, to Robin before he goes out on patrol or something. And thinking about like, what would those everyday moments be like for, for these characters, even though they're also superheroes. Awesome. When you think about it, you're not really thinking about the everyday life when you think of a superhero. You're more thinking of like their superhero times. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, the, all the action and adventure of superheroes is really fun, but we see that a lot in, in stories. And so I kind of wanted to, to undermine that and kind of show like what, what it would it be like, you know, if Batman's shoelaces came and tied or something, you know, like it doesn't happen in the book, but you know, that kind of idea of like, if he trips over his cape and, you know, then he has to like go and sew it back together or something like thinking about those everyday things that, that we have to do, you know, like when, you know, we accidentally tear our sweatshirt. Or what if the Batman goes along, Batman along goes off while he's watching his bat suit. Exactly. Yeah. He forgets to take out his little bat computer and then his puts his utility belt in the wash and it's waterlogged. It no longer works. Actually, his his all, all his stuff is probably waterproof, so that's probably not a problem for him. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's got the a, an anti-water spray, like yeah. anti-shark repellent. Exactly. Well, I'd like to like take a moment to just kind of like pivot more into some of the other work that you've done. How did you get started in, in creating comics? Um, so I had a really, really kind of roundabout journey. So when I was a kid, I drew my own comics all the time. I was always drawing and writing little stories and um, I would draw lots of comics and my like superhero comics. And my dream was like, I was going to grow up and draw superhero comics. But by the time I got to college, I had transitioned, like mostly stopped reading comics and thought I was going to be like a fine artist. Like I was going to do paintings and, you know, kind of more serious art. Um, and I ended up coming to Chicago uh, to go to the School of the Art Institute for my master in fine arts and was making paintings and kind of autobiographical drawings and things, but wasn't really satisfied with the work. And it's like, you know what, I just need to reset my mind. And when I was a kid, the most fun I had was when I was drawing comics, just to do something entirely different. I started writing this autobiographical comic about a relationship I was in. Um, so like a more serious adult story and in comic form. And I tried to draw it like I was a kid, like where I was, wasn't really worried about making everything look realistic or a certain way. It was just, you know, kind of pour out all my feelings onto the, the page. And when I was done, I realized like, I just want to draw comics. And so I started out doing these autobiographical comics for grown-ups and mostly about like awkward everyday moments because I really like the idea of of owning your most embarrassing experiences and something about drawing them as comics helps them become less embarrassing kind of like a way to exercise your demons yeah yeah like they're you know if you share them with the world you realize that everyone has like the same embarrassing moments and so um, just, you know, it makes you feel less alone. And um, that kind of led to this opportunity to, to do something for Star Wars. Google had asked me to do some sketches for a potential um, Google Doodle for their home, 
page. And their idea was to do something with Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader and how awkward an everyday moment would be between them. And my son was four years old at the time. And I thought, I'll just make Luke Skywalker four and put Darth Vader in my shoes as a dad and did up the sketches and Google decided not to use the concept. But then I was, I was really loving the idea of it, really wanted to do it. And so I was like, maybe there's a way I can make this into a book. So I took it to Chronicle Books, who had published some of my other work, but they've also worked with Lucasfilm extensively. So they took it to Lucasfilm and and Lucasfilm liked it. And that kind of became the, the first Darth Vader and Son book. And that book led to the Jedi Academy series that Scholastic um, did. They wanted to do a middle grade series set in the Star Wars universe. And um, my editor on the Vader books, J.W. Rinsler, uh, put my name out to them as someone to see if they, they wanted me to do it. And so that worked out. And then it's just been kind of gone from there. So it was kind of a natural progression to, to come around to doing like all the all the books for young readers. Yeah, I say I'm I, we picked up Darth Vader and Son when it first came out. Being a dad myself, it, it was there was a lot of a lot of things in there that kind of made me laugh and kind of tickled me pink. And then uh, we've yet to go through the Jedi Academy series, but we're we're huge Star Wars fans as well. And and it's it's kind of nice to see that you're now going from the Star Wars universe. And I'm going to paraphrase. Um, I'm going to paraphrase Obi Wan Kenobi, but you've now taken a step into a greater uh, <laughs> character set. Uh, universe by uh, tackling the DC universe. Will we will we get a chance to see more stories from uh, of of Robin and Howard? Yeah, I mean, originally I had only thought of this as as you know a single single book single story. I had done so many books that were series between Jedi Academy, and then I did my own series, Lucy and Andy Neanderthal, and then also done um, two books of Space Time, and so I was like, I'll. I, you know, just one is enough. And, you know, I had this kind of self-contained story, but now that the book's actually coming out and I've been talking about it and thinking more about the characters, now I'm starting to get ideas. So um, maybe there will be some, some more with, with Robin and Howard. And cause I, I think now they're, they're kind of primed to uh, have, have a, entirely different experience now that they're friends and I can see where, where their journey goes from there. Awesome. What advice would you give to someone that wanted, that wants to draw comics? All right. So there's a, there's a few pieces of pieces of advice that I always give. The first thing is, is just read a lot. So read a lot of comics. The more you read, the more you'll pick up things about storytelling and about how comics work, you know, without even realizing it, just from reading all, all kinds of different stories. And the second thing is just to start, sit down and start making your comics. Um, just write and draw, write and draw. And along with that um, is to not get caught up in worrying about where, like if that comic would ever get published or how it's going to turn out. Um, as long as you're focused on writing stories that, that, mean something to you in putting in the time and effort to practice your writing and drawing, like your stories will get better and better. And then you can worry about, you know, actually having it turn into like an actual book sometime. And the last thing is, is just to share your work with, with 
with other people, whether it's your parents or your friends or your teachers um, and just get feedback and don't take it personally. If not everyone likes everything you do, because that's just how it's going to be. But, but the great thing is, is even when someone doesn't like something you've made, that might lead you into figuring out how you can make it even better next time. Cool. So I, I want to ask now that you've, you've drawn Darth Vader and you've drawn Batman, which one do you like drawing more? Hmm. I mean, it's hard to say because I've drawn Darth Vader so many times at this point. He's maybe less fun to draw than he used to be. Although, like, drawing new Star Wars characters is always interesting. So so right now, Batman's a little more fun. And I think also Batman is... Another fun thing about Batman is he's a little more... Um, he moves around a lot more than, than Darth Vader. So Darth Vader is usually very stiff and he might, um, he might hold his lightsaber out once in a while, but for the most part, he stands there looking very imposing. Um, whereas Batman will at least, you know, jump through windows and, and climb, climb walls and things. Or stand on vending machines. Stand on vending machines. <laughs> Look, looking like a gargoyle. Yes. I just, I would like to be on top of the vending machine just to be on top of it. <laughs> um, well, we don't want to take up much more of your time, um, Jeff. Thanks for joining us on, on this episode of Comics with My Kids podcast. When can our listeners look forward to reading uh, your book, Batman and Robin and Howard? So Batman and Robin and Howard will be out on Tuesday, November 9th. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I think that's the day, the date. Um, and yeah, and so it should be out in stores then. And then also, where can our listeners follow you and see all the cool work and, and some of your other books? Yeah, so um, you can find out more on my website, jeffreybrowncomics.com, um, which does need to be a little updated. So there's no Batman <laughs> on there yet. In fact, I think my last few books... I haven't updated because I'm too busy drawing, but I do post more regularly at, um, on Instagram at Jeffrey Brown RQ. And so you, sometimes I'll, I like to give like little behind the scenes looks at rough drafts and, and things in progress. So awesome. that's always a good place to look. And uh, we said Instagram. So uh, yeah, I think that's, that's about it. So listeners, uh, if you've enjoyed this podcast, uh, please leave us a rating or review on Podchaser, Apple Podcasts, or Stitcher. And if you have a great new comic you'd like us to talk about or a character you want to know more about, then email us at comicswithmykidspodcast at gmail.com. And check out our Facebook page for all things comic book related. Um, so again, Mr. Brown, uh, Jeff, thank you for joining us. I know Logan and I have really enjoyed the book. In fact, our rating system is uh, buy it, borrow it, or forget about it. And your book is definitely a buy it. And you can buy it on um, November 9th at any of your big box stores, local bookstores, Amazon, wherever you find most books today. Uh, Logan, did you want to tell Mr. Brown your rating for the book? I'd definitely give it a buy. All right. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for coming.
Uh, Logan, is there anything else you wanted to talk to to Mr. Brown? I like how in the end of the book, they were trying to think of a name for him to come. They were trying to come up with a name for him. That's funny. Thanks. Yeah, I I like putting like a little, that was a little extra joke I had and I didn't have a place in the book really to put it that where it fit, but I had extra pages when I was done with the story. And so it kind of fit right in the end there. So I'm glad you liked it. <laughs>